No matter what anybody tells you, words and ideas can change the world. Okay, terrific. Language and writing were made available. He'll teach you everything. I'm writing this down. This is good stuff. I'm hey, I'm John. This is John Helps You Write Better. And today we're going to talk about something that doesn't necessarily specifically help you write better, but talking about it might help you write better. Today, well, today I want to talk about one thing. One thing that I think a lot of us have to deal with and a lot of, uh, a problem for many of us. And for some, it's also a reason we write at all. Um, today, we are talking about family. That's right, Vin Diesel. We are, in fact, talking about family. Because here's a thing that happens with writers. Here's a thing that comes up a lot, and we don't spend enough time talking about it. You're going to write stuff. You're going to write whatever you're writing. You're going to make whatever you're making, and you will naturally turn to those people biologically related to you and express just what you're into, what you're down for, what you've made, what you're hoping for, what you want to do, your dreams, your hopes, your creations, your plans. And sometimes those people won't understand or worse, they'll say it's pointless or valueless or a waste of time or that it's too hard for you and that you're stupid or any number of other things ranging from full on abuse to passive indifference. And yeah, just so we can recognize the other end of things, it is entirely possible that you will get some family members who think you could do anything and should do anything because family can be weird like that. It can be really weird like that. And I, I don't know how to tell you this exactly, but it's, it's a thing a lot of us grapple with. Some of us even write in order to prove our family members wrong. They don't believe in us, so we want to show them. But at the same time, we feel quite hurt by the absence or the weakness of their support. And it's something I wanted to talk about because it's something I deal with in my own life. My family does not understand what I do. Not at all. They, they know I do stuff, but it... Um, has never been in my life. It's never been something that has earned me any sense of pride or praise from them. Uh, they don't rush off and tell their friends, Ooh, you gotta hear what John just streamed. Uh, it's, it's just, John has a job. And, and the reason for that goes, goes way back before I was even really doing this job when I was back in school and, uh, not, not getting perfect grades right away because I was ill-equipped for college and ill-equipped for uh, all the things that happened to me that year. And I became the black sheep of the family as a result because uh, I was raised in a cult. I was raised in a flavor of Christianity that was particularly culty, and it tied the quality of your existence to how hard you worked and whether or not you brought honor to the family, kind of like a Klingon, I guess. You, you, you just had to, 
And if, if you did anything imperfect, incorrect, and I don't just mean like, ooh, John got laid. I mean like you didn't get an A+. plus. You didn't make the the list of the smartest folks. You didn't immediately get out and, and make all the co-curricular, extracurricular teams or squads or groups you wanted. If you weren't flawless and had no problems, you were never homesick, you were never tired, you never were hung over, you were never disappointed, you were never scared or lost or any shit like that. Uh, only then were you bringing true honor to the family and therefore honor to uh, this particular flavor of God these people still to this day believe in. And um, it really made it difficult when I when I failed out on my first school and when I then began a lifelong battle with mental illness and then a an adult battle with addiction that I further and further did not honor the family. I, I, I did many bad Klingon things and I became just just this human who was creative and artistic and interested in things and wanting to share with these people what I would do and what I could do. And they could not give less of a shit. I would have had a better time like talking to the lint in the dryer's lint trap or the empty dog food bowl or like this piece of, uh, I, I found some lint in my pocket and I just found a quarter on the on the way walking over to the desk. I'd have a better time talking to the quarter about what I was excited in. They never, have never, and continue to not understand what I do. And I have spent decades, decades, hours, seconds, and minutes of decades trying to either guess the things that would make up for my failings and shortcomings from 20 years ago or do the things that would suddenly turn the trajectory of my life around so that for one minute in their lives they could have a son they would be happy and and proud of and it it's been exhausting to do that because that would assume that the trajectory of my life is going in the wrong way. If I, if I have to do a thing to change the, the trajectory of my life, I have to agree with him that my life sucks. Now, my life is not perfect. Uh, there is a distinct lack of sort of just wealth and, and financial ability that allows me to, you know, have more socks, drink more root beer, have better carpeting and all that stuff. But at the same time, my life isn't, bad and like I'm not I'm not running around trying not to freeze to death scoring drugs anymore I'm not sick all the time I'm not you know fiending I'm not doing anything like that I'm doing better I don't agree that the trajectory of my life is ruined because I did not you know improve the the standing of my Klingon forefathers or something it, it just isn't that my creativity is not a crime. My creativity is not a sense of failure or shame. Yours shouldn't be either. And I know that when we get parents, people who are supposed to love us, people who are supposed to believe in us and want good for us and, and help us when we hurt and make us feel safe when we feel vulnerable and people who care for us and about us and want what's best for us when they don't demonstrate those things when we don't get those needs met it can be easy to say well the fault must be mine because it's this creativity that's a problem for them so therefore the creativity must be a problem period and that's wrong it's just wrong
you should be creative. You should have an outlet. You should be excited about what you're writing. You should want to tell people. I'm sorry that those particular people, the ones we want the most to be in our corner, are not, for any number of reasons, in our corners. They should be, and they're not, and I'm sorry. It's not your job, though, to try and make them in your corner. At some point, there reaches this moment, as hard as it might be, to take a deep breath and say to yourself, I either have to choose myself and my art, or I have to choose them. And I'm not saying cut them out of your life forever. We're not having that discussion. That's a different discussion for a different day. I'm saying if they're not going to support you in your creative efforts, if they don't believe in you enough, that fault is theirs. That error is theirs. That's on them. Now, I'm going to tell you a thing that maybe might be the case and maybe might not be the case. But a lot of those people who have shit to say about you not being good at it or not being serious enough about it or, you know, it never really working out, you're wasting your time. What they're looking at and what they're speaking to isn't only your inadequacy or their perception of your inadequacy because it's not actually accurate. You're not inadequate. What they're speaking to is their fear. They are coming from a position possibly that they weren't allowed to pursue their dreams. They weren't allowed to have what they see as big, giant, imaginative flights of fancy because that's what somebody told them their dreams were. So if they don't get to have their dreams, why should you? It's this sort of broken, petty, childish cycle that they're perpetuating. And they're trying to tamp down your dreams because they didn't get a chance to chase theirs. They wouldn't even know how to begin to understand your dreams and your plans. So rather than make a scary, vulnerable effort where they admit they don't, they don't know what the fuck to do and it makes them uncomfortable that you're artistic and they're not, they're just going to water you down. And you don't have to let them. Really and truly, you're not the problem here. And if you're out there listening and you're thinking to yourself, okay, man, my parents just, they, they don't have my back and they should. Um, look, I, the, just hang on a second. I want you to get this one thing in your head. Good, fuck them. I know, I know. You're probably going to tell me something like, well, I wasn't raised that way or it's not that easy. I'm not saying it's easy. I'm saying it's necessary. They're not, going to suddenly radically one day change and turn into the supportive people they always should have been in the same way that I'm suddenly magically not going to guess the right password and suddenly be able to turn my life around in the way they want me to because that's not my job and that's not possible for them either. You're not getting support from them. They're not going to give you support they don't understand. That doesn't mean you have to stop trying. That doesn't mean you have to stop doing. That doesn't mean you have to agree with them and stop believing in yourself. They're wrong. They're just wrong. And what do we say to people who are aggressively wrong in our face, who tell us that we don't get to have dreams and don't get to be creative and hate our shit just for being our shit good fuck them because at the end of the day this journey is yours it's yours 
and other people, whether they're your biological parents, whether they are old people you know, whether they are people you are related to, whether they're the old people in your town, whether they are a bunch of cultists who watched you grow up, whether they are a bunch of just randos at the fucking coffee place in the morning, they don't have to be on board with you in order for you to be good enough to do the thing you want to do. You don't need their permission. Those motherfuckers don't show up and stand over your shoulder in those moments because they don't care to. They, they just don't. We, we can't make them. It's, it's not that you're bad and wrong. They're bad and wrong for trying to do a thing that doesn't help you. They're supposed to be helping you. And since they're not helping you... Good! Fuck them! You can't rely on them to suddenly help. You're not a bad person. You're not wrong for having dreams. You're not wrong for struggling. You're not wrong for not being perfect. You're not wrong for not being good enough. You're not wrong for how you identify. You're not wrong for feeling how you feel. You're not wrong for having dreams and hopes and plans that seem completely contrary to the cult and the weirdos that you grew up around. It's okay if your life doesn't look like the life they wanted you to have. Your life is yours. Your art is yours always you're the one who's got to do it you're the one who's got to do all the work you're the one who gets to you know make all the bread and do all the hustle and take all the naps and smoke and drink and fuck and eat and hang out and watch tv and you're the one living this life for you at the end of the day you have to grapple with your sense of are you living your best life? Not selfishly or unselfishly, but are you doing things that make you happy? Are you doing things that bring you joy? And are you letting anybody, I don't care who they are, are you letting anybody get in the way? And if so, why are you choosing to let them get in the way? These people don't show up. They don't, they don't know your fucking day. They don't need to. You don't need their permission. I understand that you're supposed to have a bond. I understand you're supposed to have things go a certain way. But you know what? They're not that way. They're not going to be that way. And they don't need to be that way. What you need to do is be your best self. And anybody who directly affects you to the point where that makes it impossible to have your best life and not be your best self on a day-to-day -day basis where, and honestly, if we want to really split hairs, it's the sort of life Jesus would want you to live. If you're impeded by these people, if your art is stifled by these people, whether they are giving you one-star reviews because they didn't read the book because, oh my God, you're just putting politics and gays in the Star Wars, or whether you are just, you know, one too many sex scenes with one too many dicks or whatever. What do we say to these people? Good. Fuck them. At the end of the day, it's you and your art and your happiness. And we're all searching for some kind of family. So maybe instead of waiting for these other clueless fucks to catch up and make up for their bullshit and suddenly be different than they're going to be, even though we both know on some level they're not about to change their spots, 
Maybe instead we should just find some new folks and a new direction and a new idea and a new compass to be guided by because this is your art first before it's anybody else's. And it's up to you to make yourself happy. And nobody else in the world is responsible for that. This is on you, for you, and by you. Take good care of yourself. You deserve it. And that means, and that includes, making an active effort to not let the avalanche of bullshit from other people, places, and sources swarm you and swamp you and drown you. Because this is your life. And you get to do what you want to do, whether you finish it or start it or struggle with it or knock it out of the park or whatever. The point is that you're trying. And the only way we're going to get better is by trying, not listening to people who tell us never to start. Give that some thought and I'll talk to you tomorrow.